You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. What up, though, Detroit? Hello, world, and welcome again to another podcast of Detroit Bicycle. Here at Detroit Bicycle, we are all about the love, benefits, art, culture, food, and the people we meet on bikes from the Detroit area and beyond. With me today and every recording, we have Mr. Bruno. Going on, Henry. How you doing, bro? Oh man, fantastic! And always, uh, Bobby Brown. What's up? What's up, people? And, and you know, I realize that I never say my name. I am Henry Ford the Second. Henry Ford. How y'all forget that? Yeah, dude? right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no introduction. <laughs> no, right, 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 right. <laughs> You're gonna get down to where you just one name, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, 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 just call Henry. me Henry. Just yeah. Henry. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's people know you. <laughs> So today on our show, uh, I always get excited when we book guests here because it's really the meat of what's going on here around the city and uh, about cycling in general. Correct. Um, and today, you know, we are uh, had a discussion about um, just yesterday about a gentleman you talked to uh, about riding and wondering if you should teach him how to ride because he oh yeah has yeah not... hey i i didn't even know that was possible right like i met a guy uh the other day uh yesterday and he told me he was an older gentleman he had told me he never rode a bike he didn't know how he was in wow. his 70s and i was like dude how's that you know how's that possible right. and he explained to me like he was born during the war and during the time that he would have been riding a bike um they weren't available, mm -hmm. you know, the steel wasn't available. The rubber wasn't available. None of that was available. And by the time the war was over and rationing was over and he had grown, you know, he had passed, passed the, the, the ride, right, right. He had missed that window of opportunity of magic. And that just brings up the fact of the privilege at the time were oh, the ones yeah. that got oh, to yeah, ride. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they would have been bikes that were pre-war. Right. Yeah, they would have been riding pre-war bikes and, you know, with old patched up tires. Right. So – just to tie it into our, our guest today is that, you know, we are privileged to be able to ride our bikes. Oh, yeah. And there are people who aren't as fortunate as us. And knowing that, um, we tend to want to give back and do some volunteer work. Uh, where our focus of the show today is about volunteer work. And I think one of the most historic Detroit Entities that uh, kind of pushed the work of volunteering and helping the less fortunate um, is the group you all locally should know is uh, Focus Hope. And today we have in the house uh, the volunteer coordinator, uh, Tom Josantis. Uh, Jositis. Jositis, yes. And uh, they like, have a pill for that now. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, Tom. That is a family joke. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so welcome, Tom. Of Focus Hope. Thanks for joining us. 
And uh, we really appreciate you uh, giving your time for us here today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. appreciate you inviting me. Now, those uh, who are local listening from Detroit should have definitely heard of Focus Hope. Uh, you guys just celebrated your 50th year anniversary last year. Yes, sir. Uh, briefly, can you give the people out there a short history lesson on <laughs> what Focus Hope does and how it started? Yep. Focus Hope was founded in 1968, and it was really uh, founded as a direct result to the rebellion and riots that happened in 67. Mm. Um, our two co-founders, uh, Father William Cunningham mm -hmm. and Eleanor Jositis, uh they just were uh, really disturbed by all the actions that were taking place at the time, and they wanted to get together and make a difference. Mm. Um, so the heart of uh, Focus Hope's mission statement is intelligent and practical action to overcome racism, poverty, and injustice. So, you know, when those two got together, what they really wanted to do, their very first thing, there was so much racial tension at that time, mm -hmm. is they just wanted to bring people together. That was their, their initial goal. Civil rights organization, let's get people together, let's celebrate diversity you know, let's celebrate racial harmony and let's all move together in a positive direction. And that's really how it all started. And from there, it just uh, kept escalating. So uh, the very first program they started was in 1971, which is our Commodities Supplemental Food Program mm -hmm. that feeds about 44,000 low-income seniors every month. Wow. And then uh, after that, they started wanting to uh, – address the workforce uh, training, skilled job training end of it. That was probably in about the early 80s, 81, that mm -hmm. they really started kicking off a lot of their uh, workforce development job training programs and education programs. And then slightly after that, they started the Center for Children, which uh, is 31 years old now and wow. currently has about 250 uh, kids go in there ranging from six weeks old to five years old, no cost, really high quality child care. So try and just yeah, do whatever we can to help. You're stretching it out. I mean, currently you have, what, 12 services right now? Um, ranging from, like you mentioned, a food program and youth organizations, but there's, uh, uh, center, uh, career connections, uh, for vocational training, youth development. Um, neighborhood networking, yep. um, also uh, centers that uh, children can uh, visit. and Yep. Trying, we really trying at this point right now, we're trying to cover the base from children all the way up to seniors and everything in between. That's Focus trying to be a part of servicing the community. Right, as a lifelong partner to life the community instead partner. of yeah. Definitely. just, yeah. Sadly. Definitely. That's a little bit of the history of then. What, what's going on with Focus Hope right now? Well, we have gone through some tightening of the belt like a lot of nonprofits sure. have in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a new CEO that's uh, been with us for four or six months now, that's, uh, uh, Portia. Right. Portia, Portia Robertson. 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 Yeah. Robertson, right. I'm really excited that, that she's there. And, uh, you know um, – I was just laughing the other day because one of my co-workers called us the um, 
the the OG of nonprofits. You know? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and I'm like, right, 50 years. Right. So Back in the day, you, you get know, to you get to do on, that. Yeah. You get to do that. When they got when they started this, you know, it, it was a lot of new stuff. Mm. The father and Eleanor did a lot of stuff that, that was just, hey, just for our time. listeners let's right, clear this to make up the connection. I, I know you keep using the word Eleanor because that's her name but that is your mother <laughs> that is my mother yeah, right. yeah, yeah. powerful like yes. you know you hear stories groundbreaking yeah groundbreaking just powerful woman mm-hmm. you know a great leader and, and follower because that's part of what leading is is Absolutely. listening to what people need and then providing it for them yes. you guys yeah. do an amazing job and we're just so proud to uh, have been part of anything that you do and uh, yeah. for most of us um for myself and, and Henry, um, I know that we met you um, personally uh, through slow rolls. You, yes. you had done a few slow rolls. And Palmer Park. Palmer and Palmer Park, Park right. Yes. But Henry, I don't know if you <clears throat> recall, but the, actually the first time I met you was on a beat the train ride with my son. And it was, we were in Los, you know, at the yes. after oh, ride, Los Galanis, right. Los Galanis mm-hmm. and um, I was with my son who actually turned me on to beat the train in right. the, and uh, you started talking about Palmer Park, and I was like, oh, I grew up in that area. And, cool. Know, and that, okay. that was the, the very, very first time, time I met you. Right on. Right, right on. Shout out to Beat the Train. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Blatant plug yeah, for a ride. Right. Yeah. Anytime we can do that, that's For good. sure. Palmer Park, Beat yep. the Train, Slow yep. Roll. All of them. Great plugs. Fat kid. Fat kid. Yeah, fat kids, for sure. Midnight. I haven't done that ride yet. It's, I, I got I to gotta do that yeah, ride. That's a right, Tuesday right. night joint. So um, for myself, I, I am definitely a, a product of the Focus Hope branding, I should say. Um, my grandmother was, was definitely part of the food assistance program back in the day, um, eating many meals for sure. Mm-hmm. So definitely thank you for that because I know times were tough in our family for sure. Uh, shortly after my short stint at college, <laughs> I came back to Detroit to – pursue other avenues and looked at Focus Hope and they had machinist trading program, went through that, did very well, got into factory, did some factory work for a while, um, learned a lot through that machinist training program, very hands-on, um, the staff, the teachers, all knowledgeable individuals from all different types of fields and if if you're a hands-on and want to be in machining, definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, my passion was was definitely in technology. I found out that Focus Up started the uh, ITC program, and I went back, you know, while still working in the factory. And I was like, yeah, this is my passion. This is what I want to do. Went through the computer program. Um, shout out to Miss Hermine Turner if you if you're out there. <laughs> she still works for us. She does. Yep. Oh, I have to stop by there and holler. At her. That's what's up. <laughs> she was my that's she was up. my teacher. That's that community yeah. love. Yeah. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. She she taught me a lot. She definitely taught me a lot. You know, how to think outside the box, you know, good customer service skills, which all of that wisdom is still imparted on me today. And for me, I just want to say thank you to you, Father Cunningham, your mother. Miss uh, Roberson, I have to meet you one day as well. But Focus Hope has definitely been instrumental in 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 my success personally. Yeah, that's, that's one thing that I'm really Im- impressed and proud of Focus Hope is that they've been pushing the vocational skills for years, and now our country is realizing, you know, people are not being trained properly on how to do things with their hands. Yeah. 
And now there's a big rush and right. a, a big uh, um, um, education of trying to now get this thing yeah. going back again. So for you to be, provide that for so many years. Yeah, and that's that's kind of like you, you had mentioned earlier what's going on with Focus Hope. Mm-hmm. So in our, you know, that we've been rethinking everything and kind of, you know, like I said, a lot of nonprofits over the years had to type, tighten mm-hmm. up their belts. So that that's kind of where we're really going back. We're really going back to our roots and mm-hmm. we're, Workforce training, workforce development, mm-hmm. and education is our main. That's what we're good at. Mm. That's what Focus Hope is known for. Like hey, I'm, Bobby, I'm here like to tell you, y'all, please. Yeah, if, you, if you can get people through those programs, and you yes. don't, you don't have them coming through the doors as much for the. There's less demand for food, uh, food insecurities. There's less food insecurity. And, and Bobby, tell me if I'm right here, but I think what really uh, made Focus Hope stand out is uh, Father and Eleanor were really big on. You know, we, it's not just a, we don't want to just uh, teach you a skill, but, you know, we want to teach you soft skills. We want to, oh, you yes. know, we meet you yes. where you're at. When you walk into Focus Hope, we look at every single person individually. Yes. Mm-hmm. What are your roadblocks? What, what's going to prevent you from succeeding at this? What can Focus Hope do to, to make sure you're successful? And, you know, I think I, I give a lot of credit to, to a lot of that the teachers uh, yes. that have been with Focus Hope for years. and But that is our, our thing. Like we want to address, yes. we want to make sure you're successful and whatever we have to do to make that happen, we're going to help you do that. I would, I would full wraparound services is what Focus yeah. Hope is. You know, they, they're, they're going to do everything in their power possible to help you succeed, to help you reach the goals that you, you know, want to see for yourself. Um, and if you, if you're out there and you, and, you know, all I can say is please, please go check them out. Please go check them out. You know, if you're stuck somewhere or you feel like you're stuck doing something you don't want to do, you know, look at the programs and the offerings that they have, because I, I'm here to tell you that it, it can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it can definitely happen. Um, and I'm just one of many, many stories f- that come out of Focus Hope. So, Tom, what um, actually two questions. Um how do you get your funding? What's, what, what drives Focus Hope? Uh, you know, it comes from different sources. There's a lot of uh, state funding, federal funding. Uh, we, you know, there's a lot of nonprofits out there. We're all kind of competing for the same sure. dollars. So mm-hmm. um, we get a lot of corporate funding. We have been extremely fortunate over the years to have so many really good corporate mm-hmm. uh, partners. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Father and Eleanor were really good, and that was that. That was one of their very biggest strong points, in my opinion. Is they just were they partnerships, man. I, I remember my mom back in the day before I really had a whole grasp of the whole what Focus Hope was doing. It was just partnerships, partnerships, mm-hmm. partnerships, and they made some right. really good partnerships back in the day. So you know, the automotive industry, the big mm-hmm. three, their tier one suppliers. Uh, just so many corporations that have been supporting the relationships have kept for the years. And, and what's made them great is they, it's not father and Eleanor back in the day, they were like, Hey man, we, we don't just want your money. You know, you got to be a part of this. You got to come on board the train. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it wasn't just about giving us a donation. It was be a part of it. an investor. Right. Invested in what we're doing and come to us. Let's, Mm -hmm. how can you help us train students and stuff? So that we can give you back as employees. Right. So we have a lot of those good partnerships to this day that we still have, uh, 
folks come to us and say, hey, we want this. We need this workforce. We will pay for the program and you train them. Mm. We'll hire them. We just had a big uh, 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 deal with Flexengate. Uh, oh, yes. which is a big automotive supplier opening yeah. a new plant. They yes. came to Focus Hope. Hey, we want you guys to do all the pre-hiring training and, nice. you know, kind of. So they they know when the, when somebody shows up, that person right. has the it's skill qualified. set. Right. They right. know when they, they go to, through Focus Hope's training, right. when they leave there, they're going to come ready to work. Reputation. Yeah. Right. speak for itself. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I, I yeah. definitely attest to that, you know, going through that. I felt ready, you mm-hmm. know, and, and it, it definitely showed, you know, um, just when I talked to some of the people who took other avenues to, and we all got to the same place, you know, I noticed, you know, Hey, maybe their avenue was a little different, but mm-hmm. mine was, I think right on the spot. I, everywhere I've walked into, I've been able to get going right out of the gate, mm. you know, with Fantastic. little to, to, it's really powerful. Yeah, yeah, it is, right. It is. Yeah. So, um, being the volunteer coordinator, um, you work with a lot of people. You're out there during the Focus Hope events and spreading a good word. What can the people do aside from initial, you know, volunteer work? What else can listeners do to help out Focus Hope or, or get involved? In- you know, the, the lots of ways. Volunteers, we could not do what we do without volunteers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Focus Hope, uh, you, utilizes between 15 and 20,000 volunteers oh a year. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So absolutely could not do what we do without sure. volunteers, uh, primarily in our in our food program. That's where we mm. use the most of okay. our volunteers. And, and Distribution. It, and Yeah. And food uh, handling. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we uh, give food assistance to about 44,000 low-income seniors a month. That's amazing. And of those, about 14,000 are homebound. So mm. we need to box that food up and then mm. deliver Transport it. Transport it, right. Yeah. So right there is a huge amount of sure, volunteers it's a big to effort. box the food up and then to deliver it. Mm-hmm. Um, then the, the seniors that do have the ability to come to Focus Hope and pick up their food, uh, we use volunteers there as well. We like to make it a warm, inviting atmosphere. We try and make it uh, have the feel of like a grocery store where cool. you're coming yes. in. Cool. You're yes. I do remember that. Card. I remember that. I remember that as well. It's just a little more inviting. It, we have yeah. volunteers there. I, it, you know, it's cool to see the way the volunteers interact with the seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just the other day, I saw some crazy joking around and laughing going on between <laughs> some seniors. <laughs> and, uh, some volunteers we have, but you know, just trying to make it a, a friendly situation. Our center for children, we use a, a fair amount of volunteers there as well, just coming in, reading to the kids, mm, cool. helping the teachers in the classroom, play with the kids during recess. Um, so volunteers are huge for us. We, okay. we simply could not do what we do without volunteers. So that's huge. Um, you know, obviously donating. Mm-hmm. Uh, we rely on you know, state and government funding, corporate donations, and individual sure. donating as mm-hmm. well. So, you know, any nonprofit, yeah, it's got to keep the the money flowing. Right, <laughs> you know, right, got to right. pay for it. Yeah, it goes out fast enough, doesn't right. it? Yes, right. it does. So volunteer people, volunteer. Yes. This if, is, if you don't have money, you have time. Right. Yeah, and, you right. know, volunteer, you know, that's a big thing. The 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 uh, I believe right now the the – federal standard of what uh, the value of a volunteer is somewhere around like $22 an hour. That is considered the Mm -hmm. national, like what a volunteer is worth. So that adds up, man. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's not all about just, you know, 
yeah. paper money. Cash, you're, right. you're giving your time. That's that's very equally valuable. important. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, what's going on uh, in your mind within Focus Hope on the future? What uh, what do you anticipate, or what can you tell us that's uh, in the pipeline? You know, we're uh, I think we're we. Like I said, over the last couple of years, we had tightened things up a little bit. We had to figure out, you know, like, what are we good at? I think there was a point where Focus Hope was um, almost trying to do too much. Too much. Okay. Yeah, trying and to be all things had to all And like I said, back in the day when we were the OGs of them, probably, like, we were it. So we could, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so there was nobody Now else. there's a lot of other, you know, uh, great nonprofits doing similar stuff. Uh Focus Hope kind of has a broad spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of nonprofits out there that may focus on one part of what we do. Sure. But so, there, you know, like I said, there's a lot of people, a lot of nonprofits are all competing for the same dollars. But we're really kind of going back to our roots. And, and, and the big area is job training, career training, mm-hmm. workforce development. And then we're really, um, you know, we, we started as a civil rights organization. Um, kind of over the years, a lot of people, they, when you say focus hope, that's not the, right. what a, um, immediately comes to mind mm-hmm. is not the civil rights part of it. It was our food program or job training. Um, so we want to go back to those roots a little bit too. Okay. Um, we have a new director of, um, um, advocacy, equity and community, uh, education. So, you know, we want to really be that voice again of, Standing up, you know, what's wrong? The There's a lot of mm-hmm. systemic racism still going on. We sure, want to be man. the voice that, hey, let's address these issues. Um, you know, bring the, the, not that we need to bring racism back to the table, but we want to be a voice that, that people can, sure, you know, say, yeah, here's Focus Hope again talking mm-hmm. about this. Let's mm-hmm. talk, let's, you know, you, let's talk about it. Let's not just try and brush it under the table or let's not act like it's not let's out there. Deal with so it, right. Let's deal with it. So we're going back to those roots and really trying to pick up our, our workforce development training. We got uh, some great stuff now. We have, uh, uh, you know, engineering programs, uh, machinist training, truck driving, which is a huge oh, nice. shortage right. of truck driving, right. IT um, we just started a robotics training, so a lot of the robots that are on oh, the wow. assembly lines. Okay. Uh, now we we just started a new program where you can learn to be a, either program the robots, be a technician to repair them, mm-hmm. operator, um, high load driver, uh, welding. So, like you said, going back to some of the skilled right. trade stuff yep. that there's a big shortage of. So we want to provide programming that. That's needed, needed in this area. And yeah, and with the Detroit developing, that's the yeah. state. The money will stay here, and they'll can live here and use those skills and put it back into the city yeah. too. Yeah, so fantastic, gentlemen. Any other? I'm just so uh, proud that for the work that you guys do uh, in the city of Detroit. I just want to, you know, for me and mine, I just want to say thank you. Yeah, we, we really do appreciate. Thank you. you. It's appreciate great stuff. That. No, I mean, I've, I've trust me, I've been out here. I've, you know, I've, yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I tell anybody, go check out Focus Hope. Yep. People always ask me, where'd you go to school? Where'd you get your training from? And I'm like, Focus Hope, and their mind is like blown sometimes because they're expecting me to say, you know, one of the big schools. But right. mm-hmm. this is the biggest school. Y'all don't realize. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, so uh, no, I was going to say thank you again. Yeah, yeah, we, we love hearing the stories. I, You know, it's amazing to me just how – I hear 
just all over the place. Somebody like, hey, yeah, my mom received food mm-hmm. back in the day mm-hmm. from Focus Hope or our family or, oh, I went through the training program or all the time. Nice. I, and the the Focus Hope cheese. Yeah. Yes. The shaking like, hand How cheese, many man. times? Farina, I hear, that's, yeah. Hey, that, that, was, that was a staple. Yes. What do y'all know about Farina? Yeah, that was <laughs> – that, that kept the stomach from sticking together some yeah. days, man. One of my, I just got to say one of my real latest funny stories. I, I always hear so many stories, funny stories about Focus Hope cheese. But <laughs> you, you guys all know Charles – uh, Charles oh, Barbecue yes. Garden, Charles mm-hmm. Collier, we all know mm-hmm. him right. riding. So um, he he got married last year, and I was fortunate enough to get invited to his wedding and a few other of the uh, cycling crowd sure. that we all know. But so here we are. We're at Charles. We're at his reception, and uh, you know we're chilling. And he had entertainment going, but a little small part of his entertainment was he had a comedian come mm-hmm. up and do a cool. stuff. <laughs> but one of his spiels was. Focus Hope Foods. So here I am, like as soon as he said, you all know about the Focus Hope Food and the Focus Hope Cheese. And he's telling these funny stories. You know, everybody in the room that knew me is right. looking at me. <laughs> I, I, like, I hope he laughs. Like right. I hope he finds yeah, it funny. Sure. But it's just, you know, I love hearing all those stories. You know, it's just, Year 50 great. years worth. So yes. right. That's OG, that's, for real. Yeah, that's that's OG true OG. Yeah. Yep, yep. Tom, again, thank you for all you do. Yes. Thank you for spending time with us today. And uh, listeners, go volunteer. Please do. Yes. Absolutely. If hey. I can, can I do two do it. quick oh, yeah. little plugs? Yes. Check out our website, yes. www.focushope.edu. We'll be in the show notes. Um, mm-hmm. Any, If you're interested in any programs, volunteering, anything, you can find that all there. Um, I did catch word right before I left work that we are having like a, a workforce uh, job training open house in May. There you go. Um, I don't know that the exact date's been set up yet, but check it out mm-hmm. in May. You can come down to Focus Hope. You can see all, uh, you know, get all the information about all our programs. Just walk in. It's going to be an open house. Um, as far as volunteering, um, again, you can find it from our website or just email volunteer at focushope.edu. I personally monitor all those emails that come in. But if you have any interest in volunteering, whether it be a group or an individual, hit me up. There you go. And I will definitely respond to you. You're the man. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Hey, uh, if you don't mind, if you got some time, maybe you could hang out and we could uh, maybe go through uh, uh, some questions that we normally ask our guests. Is that cool? Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah My go goodness. <laughs> I totally. Rapid fire questions. Right. I'm a little nervous about it. Oh, man. Here they go. Pardon me. So like all of our in-studio guests, we do have a rapid fire section where we have Five quick questions that just require a short, brief answer, and we'll give Bruno the bell. He'll keep you oh, in yeah, line. I'll keep you on time. <laughs> All right. Just when you thought you were off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's guy. our producer, Ryan, guys. Hey, that, Ryan, Ryan, step up to the mic. Yeah, What's up, Ryan? Ryan? What's up, guys? What's up, man? Shout out to Ryan, guys. Yeah, he, he makes he makes well he makes one of us sound better. <laughs> oh, I wonder who that is. Yeah, I'll let you guess who, which one. <laughs> our guest. All right, Tom. Uh, describe your first bite. You know, I was. 
my biggest hero back in the day when I was little was Evil Knievel oh, Man. So uh, <laughs> you know, I never had the really sweet Stingray with the mm, with the no. shifter or nothing, but you know whatever I could piece together with the banana <laughs> seed yep. and fork. And, yep. Dude, I was the wheelie king back in the day. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Forever. Yeah. And then we'd line the neighborhood kids up on the ground and see how many we could oh. jump. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really ride if you didn't try that right. though? Like for real, if you, you didn't know jump. You, you weren't. You jump. weren't riding. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, question two: uh, What's your favorite ride? So destination or? Location? I'm not just saying this because of you, Henry, but really, my favorite ride is your ride. I, oh I love man, the Palmer Park. Yeah, Palmer Park. Right. Palmer it's Park. nice. Right. Right. Hey, Thank my wife you. Janet, both of us. That's our. Yeah, that's I really ride. appreciate it. That's that grown and sexy ride. Yeah. Yeah. Palmer to the people. Appreciate you, Max. Yeah. Ooh, thank you. Um, third question. Um, so Bruno's caught you out in the streets riding. Of course, you're on my ride. We see you on slow roll. Uh, were you always riding bikes uh, or is it just recently? Uh, you know, I know like after, you know, my kid crazy era and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, I think I heard on one of your earlier podcasts, once I got a keys to a set of cars. Right. Man, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It was a Mike, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I so said, it was a lot of years. <laughs> by, but actually, I got into mountain biking about 15 years ago. Okay. So oh, nice. I was hard, you know, that's mountain biking. That's all I did. And it it really was uh, my son that I got into mountain biking with me. He he just found uh, this Pete the Train thing and said, "Hey, Dad, I'm I'm gonna go check right this on. thing out." And he, I think he was he was in high school, so he might have been seventeen. Mm-hmm. And he on his own said, "I'm gonna go check this thing out." And uh, he did it a couple times, and he's like, "Dad, this is cool, riding nice. through the city, yeah, yeah, right. I all these yes. really nice people, yep. and you need to come check." It just this takes out. that one time, it does. and uh, you know, I, I did that, and then it just from there, you know, I loved it. The same thing, like mm-hmm. riding through the city, the route. You guys know the, oh, the yeah. train route it just covers Andrew. all kinds of cool <laughs> right? Detroit areas. Andy will have you on. You know, I was addicted, and then it just kept going from there. And Fantastic. then the first time I. Came across the slow roll. I was mm-hmm. like, what the heck is this? <laughs> this is awesome. And right. It was like kindred spirits. Right. You were like, yeah. I'm not the only one. You didn't feel that. Like, I, yeah, I did it. When I first saw the slow uh, slow roll, I actually got stuck at it leaving Focus Hope one night. I had my mountain bike on the roof. <laughs> I got stuck at Hamilton and uh, and Oakman mm-hmm. and just probably about 150 people at that point. And I'm right. like, What's going on? You know, and they're all like, slow roll. And I, they're like, get your bike off the road. <laughs> Come on. Come on. And I went and got addicted immediately. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, just can't tell you how many people, uh, all sure. you guys, everything right. that I've yeah. met, met yeah. from that. It's just been it's amazing. Just yeah. Cool. And yes, just, just, you know, I thought I knew Detroit growing up in Detroit, oh, mm-hmm. you know, until right. I got out on, on some bike. Of slow funny. rolls and yep. the bikes and just being There's out there. just stuff you don't see. Yep. Layers to Detroit. Right. You th- mm-hmm. I mean, you think you know. Detroit, but you know your Detroit, yeah. right? But I, you know Get what I mean. Like I'm still and, discovering. Like I ride, sure. I ride four, five, six times a week, mm-hmm. and I try and ride different places. Someplace but new, yeah. I'm someplace new. Yeah. What's awesome. your uh, favorite Detroit flavor? Flavor, as in anything it could you want. Be Coney Dogs. Yeah, it could something be manufactured in Detroit. It could be Jay yeah. Della. It, it could yeah, be the your, Supremes. Right. Oh, man. It could be your Mustang outside. I'm a car fanatic. <laughs> Come on, I was always motorhead. So. Yeah. Love my cars. 
Um, you know, food wise, I was a Lafayette Coney Island. Okay. Like, right. That was right. it. If I was anywhere near downtown, I'm getting a Lafayette. But then when my daughter hooked me up to a Bucharest, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that five dollar sandwich. There isn't really a better five dollar sandwich yeah. in the city. Is there? You know, right? Like, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Let me know if there is. Right. Yeah. Any listeners got any 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 competition for right. that? Let us yes, know. Please do. And last question: What is your one wish for Detroit? You know, I. I would really love to see the neighborhoods turn around in Detroit. You know, it's so cool. I I, I moved to Detroit when I was five. That's when my parents, my mm. mom got involved in Focus Hope and we moved to Detroit. And Detroit is the, downtown is the, is, is the coolest I've seen in my whole life. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, downtown Detroit is, is looking awesome. But it is, you know, just the neighborhoods just, they need, Some help, yeah. they need, some of these development dollars mm. that the city's getting. And that's what I'd love to see. I'd love to see the neighborhoods in Detroit come back around. And sure. you know, I, I'm all about the focus. Hope does so many things, but for me personally, it's the civil rights part of it. Just mm. people getting together. That that's, I, I love different races. I, I was blessed to have a really diverse group of friends growing up. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the Seven Mile, Livernois area, and okay. I, I just okay. love the, just the diversity, diversity that district. was in, yep. introduced to me. And we, we came from the suburbs and moved into the city. If my mom didn't get involved in Focus Hope, it, my life would probably be a, a very different, different yep. thing right now. But I love just the diversity. I'd love to see just Detroit come back together, the neighborhoods, everybody. Hopefully working. with these greenways coming through, we can connect some of these neighborhoods. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Link them together yeah. so they're not yeah. islands, so, right. you know, yep. like isolation. Yep. So just really like to see the neighborhoods turn around, people just get along. can we all just get along? <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Move in the same Peace, direction. Peace, people. So. Peace. Very good. Well, that's our five questions, ladies and gentlemen. And again, Tom, thanks for uh, thanks taking for having the time me. I really appreciate you guys. No, thank you. Thank you. So, Bruno. What's up? You are out there? I was out there, man. This time you came out to the OC. I did. I came out to Oakland County. I came out to the lovely community of Clawson, Michigan, man. Uh, I was on North Main Street, 1511 North Main. Uh, That's a new location for those of you who are not familiar with uh, the new Albies location. They've been there about three years. It's a beautiful location. Um, And if you ever... In the history of ever rode a BMX bike, uh-huh. you've probably been in an Albies. Nice. Um, <laughs> they have every frame set, every manufacturer. I mean, they feature all the great bikes, you know, Kink, SE, Harrow, S&M, Sunday bikes. They got a full line of apparel and all this stuff. Um, and I just wanted you to hear this interview uh, that I did, chopped it up with my man Flip uh, Filippowitz, uh, his Mark Flip. Filippowitz. <laughs> See what they did there? Right. Yeah, yes. he's cool people, man. I'm telling you, man, the guy knows. Uh, he's the owner, and uh, on his bio it says he's the ADD haver, and you may be able to tell from the interview. So. <laughs> cool, man. Thanks. Please enjoy. What's going on, everybody? Uh, real excited, uh, honored, really, to have uh, Mark Filippowitz, uh, owner and ADD haver of Albi Bikes. Uh, what's going on, Mark? Not much. Sitting here at a... On a Thursday afternoon. Yeah, Ryan, it's a beautiful day, man. I really do appreciate you uh, taking time out to uh, talk to talk to all of us. So, this is a new location for you. You you were in Warren, 
Uh, we were in Warren for 26 or so years before 20, we moved over here. 26 years, and now you're at Clawson. You're on uh, North Main Street in Clawson. Um, some general directions for folks? Uh, basically, the corner of Maple and Main, right across from the MGR Movie Theater. Okay, yeah. And uh, I, I got to tell you, I'm really impressed. It's a, it's a beautiful shop. Um, the front of the store is is, is, is well organized and beautiful, and uh, you got you know great selection of BMX bikes and uh, skateboards and clothing and apparel. But uh, when you step into the back of the shop, uh, your bike shop, the, the the mechanical part and the shipping part that that that's that's incredible. Uh, we're not yeah we're not your normal everyday shop. Um, most of our business is mail order. We ship stuff all over the world every day. Uh, so the front half of the shop is a is a typical retail store, but the back is set up more for warehousing, shipping, and all that good stuff. Yeah, there were, um, I mean, I was just being nosy. I, I, there had to be a couple hundred types of pedals. Just, oh, yeah. Just pedals alone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, um, so some of the brands that you sell, I noticed on the on the floor were Kank, um, you know, the S&E's, Haro, S&M, and Sunday's. Uh, that's that's a really nice selection. Uh, yeah, I mean, we try to. There, there's hundreds of brands out there, and we try to be kind of picky with the ones we do sell. Uh, any of the ones we we sell in stock are all stuff we all stand behind. So, all right, and if and if and if you don't have it on the floor, obviously you 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 can help folks get one. Yeah, absolutely. There's there like I said, there's tons of other brands. As long as we don't think it's something that's going to get you hurt, <laughs> then we're happy to get it for you. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners will appreciate that, man. Um, so, uh, the the typical customer that comes in here, uh, can you describe that person? Oh, we get a wide variety. Um, you know, anywhere from the kid that just started riding the skate park, you know, at ten years old to you know, grandma and grandpa. You know, you'd be surprised how many dudes in their fifties and sixties now are actually riding BMX bikes. Okay, and that's the uh, the larger size. Yeah, the the SE bikes yeah. tend to be a big, big uh, brand in that market now. Right, they make out what the rippers, that right? Yeah, 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 the big rippers and the the OM duros and and the bikes like that, the the D blocks. Right, yeah, that's there's a uh, they seem like you know something I might be interested in riding someday. Um, in addition to in addition to BMX bikes, which your selection is extensive, um, you guys are known really. In addition to that, for being some of the finest wheel builders, um, I've had people tell me in the world. Is that I, true? I, I would I would stand behind that. Okay. Uh, our main wheel builder we call Turbo. Uh, I'll bet over the years has built tens of thousands of wheels. Uh, if you've ever seen somebody in the X Games, there's a good chance that Turbo built his wheels. Okay, so yeah, that's not that's people, not just people come to us for a reason. That's just not rhetoric. <laughs> no, that's no, just people. Uh, okay. and, and technically, he is the world record holder as being the fastest wheel builder in the world as well. Oh, and that would be the Turbo part. That'd be Turbo. Yeah, he's on uh, YouTube it or Vimeo. It's on Vimeo somewhere. Okay, Turbo building a wheel. Turbo LB's wheel build. There you go. Okay, I knew I came to the right place, man. <laughs> Thank you very much. Of course. Um, so, uh, what are what are the normal kind of repairs then that you do? Like when the, when somebody brings in their bike, what's the normal? What's the, what normally is coming in? Is it a broken frame, a tacoed wheel? Uh, I mean, it depends on the style of bike. Obviously, most of what we do is BMX stuff. Uh, there's a lot of wheel buildings, you know, right. people wrecking wheels and we have to relace them. Um, there's definitely the average kid that has no clue how to take care of his bike. So okay. just typical maintenance and tune-ups. But then we also work on, on everyday style bikes, too. We're in, a, we're in a pretty nice neighborhood in uh, 
and a lot of the locals bring in, you know, their typical mountain bikes and whatnot too. We have no problems working on that stuff. Right, right, right. Non-discriminatory yeah, uh, maintenance not. department. That's nice. What What is the future of BMX? Where Where do you see it going next? Uh, BMX is BMX has always been a uh, a really legit sport, um, but it's become more mainstream now. In the next Olympics, there will actually be BMX Park. So there is an Olympic BMX team in the USA now. Um, so I think that we're going to see BMX growing even faster in the next next couple of years. Okay, it it won't be um, a, a niche to the bike community. It'll be you know, it's you know mainstream, mainstream weedy right, boxes right, and yeah, all that okay. good jazz, all that good stuff. You know, there's there's I think uh, the Olympic team probably has ten or twelve people on it. There's four or five of them are women. Okay, like, yeah, so yeah, that's it, awesome. BMX is branching out, and they're yeah, you know good. all ages, sizes, types. Okay, I, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, uh, ask this question. A friend of mine asked me to ask you. Um, he said, when, uh, when can we expect the Haro Lineage Master, the 2019 uh, Bash Guard bikes coming out? Well, they, I just got word from Haro that they arrived in at their California warehouse today. Uh, we should have them in the... We should have them in the next uh, week or so. However, if you don't have one on pre-order, you better call me real fast. Okay, and where can, where can they get a hold of you at? Uh, you can call us at Elby's at uh, 248-951-2475, or you can shoot us an email at sales at com. or there's a couple left for pre-order on the website at www.elbys.com. Okay, so if you're, if you're looking for the Bash Guard, the Haro Bash Guard, you, you definitely want to get on that soon then. Very, very soon. Let you know. Um, one last thing. I, I have to ask. I know you guys put on this old school bike show, and it's coming up in May. Um, and it's right here at Albies uh, in Clawson. But you're having BMX legend Matt Hoffman on the uh, coming out. Matt Hoffman will be here. And in addition, you're also going to have the uh, Mike Finnegan from Roadkill. Is that also true? That is true. Okay, so everything I've heard about Albies is true. You make great <laughs> wheels. Well, uh, I, I, everything we've talked about. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about some things off there. Those were true, too, so that's cool. Um, I just want to thank you for uh, uh, giving us a moment of your time. I know you're very busy. This is that, that time of year, um, and thanks for coming out. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I had a great time there. It's a great uh, uh, great place to go and hang out and uh, talk bikes and see you know, bikes. You maybe maybe if you're not a BMXer, it's still there's still stuff there for you because right. it's bike knowledge. Yep. Okay. I can get some pegs for the ten speed. Oh, you can get some pegs for the ten All speed. Right. All right, cool. <laughs> you know, cool, cool. That, I, I want that, me a top bar pad. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you're, you're gonna go jump kids again. <laughs> Take it old school. You know what I'm hey, 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 I, 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 I ran a piece of plywood. Right. Cinder block. <laughs> Let's go. Get to the corner. Hey, Let's go. Let's go. Just hope you got enough speed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I do want to mention though. Um, that they bike had, show. They got a bike show, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the coming interview. Up? Yeah, they got a bike show coming up May 4th, and uh, it's an old school show. They've been doing it for the last couple of years. Um, it's May 4th, starts at 2, and they're going to have BMX legend. Uh-oh. Matt Hoffman. Ooh, uh, that's, he's the Hawk, right? The, the, uh, the Hoff. The I, the, Hoff. The Hoff. I yes, thought he was. Yes. An o. Yeah, the, the Hoff. Hoff. The yeah, Hoff. the Hoff. The yeah. Hoff. Yes. Yeah, Sorry the, about that. I saw the guy go unconscious one time, like off a jump. He's just like this massive jump, didn't hit it. Thir- 13 tr- tricks and. Yeah. 
Right, done. Done. Yeah. Uh, in addition, there's going to be the uh, Mike Finnegan from the TV show Roadkill will be on. Uh, he'll be at the event as well. So come on out. It's uh, like he said, it's free. I- I'm planning on going. So yeah, check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just maybe to get a picture with the legend or something, you know. Hey, 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 you know. Hey, maybe he'll sign my uh, top bar pad. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good on that. <laughs> All right, Bobby. Uh, what's the deal, man? You up? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. What's Y'all know the, where to find us, the socials and all that good stuff. Please leave comments, concerns, questions on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Gmail, our website, uh, Detroit Bicycle, B-Y-C-Y-C-L-E, y'all. Just do a Google search. I think we'll pop up somewhere. We should eventually. be there, yeah. In fact, the only way you we don't want you to leave us a message is with your keys in the side of our car. <laughs> yeah. No, Other no, than that, no. please leave us a message. Yes. Like, yes. With snow angels or anything. Man. Something, something. Let us know. Something. Hey, the bad signal. You what know? about on the side of your bike? <laughs> no, don't no. touch my bike. No. That, yeah. that does not yeah. even, even worse. Whoa, even worse. Do the right. car before you do the bike. Right, 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 right. right. My car is only there to get my bike there. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, right. Please believe it. You best so, believe. So this week, this week since we since we had Mr. Tom Decidus here, and we're talking nonprofits and all that good stuff. Our three things are going to be our uh, three nonprofits that we like. I would throw at the time, and I know he's not going to pick anything else other than Focus Hope. I mean, come on now. He's wearing the shirt and all that good stuff y'all can't see. <laughs> but uh, if you, if you born, have to Born and raised. If you, if you have to pick one outside of your loving. Um, I, I, I volunteer for the Red Cross. Dude, I, I've done a couple of their um, deployments where they send you away for two weeks. Wow. And uh, I, I did uh, uh, Hurricane Sandy. Oh, wow. I actually okay. met my wife Janet, that you all know. Wow, nice. And then we went down to Houston oh, uh, after they flood. So it's two weeks. Um, we worked on a what they call a IRV, which is their food trucks that drive mm. through the neighborhood. Okay. After they're devastated, passing my out goodness, food. Yeah. Awesome. When I when I retire someday, if there is such a thing, <laughs> <laughs> I, I really would like to. I think I'm gonna. Get a little more involved in that and try and do that on a regular basis. Right on. Good. good. Helping people out always. Yes, Red Cross. Red Cross. (laughs) I'm, I'm gonna jump in because I I have to second that nomination because that was, that was my pick. That is my pick. I'm not gonna say was my pick, but, uh, I haven't done any out of town things. I'm just, I like to donate blood. I, I mean, I know how much blood can help others. Um, it's a resource that we have. We all have. It's ours. It's, you know, it's in us. It will come You'll back. make more. You'll make mm-hmm. more. Yes. <laughs> so it's the one thing you have that you can't control. And I definitely try to do my donating of blood at least several times a year if possible. You know, it, the impact that it can make on for so many people, you, you just don't realize how many lives you can save mm-hmm. by just donating blood. If you're scared of needles, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Look the other way. way. Look yeah. the other way. And, and you know, so please, please, I definitely love the Red Cross. I've always believed in the things that they do, you know, just not locally, but around the world, really. Um, it's definitely a good global organization. And if, if you, 
are willing. If you if you don't want to donate blood, donate your time too. If you're scared of needles, I'm sure you're not scared to help out. So sure. so get out there, volunteer. get in the streets, volunteer, <clears throat> volunteer. I mean that is definitely the word of the day. If you can't give the blood, give your time too. But Red Cross, I I definitely that was that is my pick. That is my pick for sure. Uh, so I think it may be a little obvious to most. Um. But I got a, a secondary one too, just in case I get any hassles. From, <laughs> from, yeah, but I uh, I am proud to uh, be a nine year going on volunteer of the people for Palmer Park. It's a, a park uh, that uh, I'm very fond of. It's a childhood park of mine, and uh, went through some hard times. And because of Lenora and her tennis. Um, she was the fire that sparked, uh, the organization that what it is right now, um, being a nonprofit and representing the park and using our resources to maintain it and provide activities seven days a week for the users of the park, the, the of the neighborhoods it surrounds and for anyone that's traveling through. Uh, so yes, Palma Park is, um, uh, my Favorite uh, nonprofit, but as a secondary, I'll throw in WDET too because I listen to him a lot. Oh, so. of course, of course, yeah, right. yes, yeah, that's good stuff. Yes, uh, it is. Oh, real quick, I'm sorry, Bruno. Oh, I know you're just getting ready to start, but it's okay, Henry. Uh, uh, we just had a um, our membership meeting um, last weekend, uh, so if you're interested, please uh, all social media you can find people for Palmer Park. Please uh, volunteer your time or donate and become a member, Bruno. What up, guys? What's up? Those yeah. are really honorable things, man. That's really good <laughs> stuff. It really is, man. I was heartfelt. Uh, me, myself, personally, I got to go with Forgotten Harvest. Awesome. Um, okay. I, I think they do amazing work. Sure. Yes. Um, I, I think they are awesome. They, yeah. Thanks, man. They, they I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know that they are partners mm-hmm. with you as well. Um, I just read recently they they gather 138,000 pounds of food a day. Mm. They 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 process that many wow. pounds of food a day. Um I'm glad that they do it. I'm sad that there's a need for them sure, to do it. You know, the yeah. food insecurity in Detroit is just it's ridiculous. Yeah. That you can't have what's going on downtown and have food inequity uh and housing inequity just a few miles away. Uh, yeah. d- right. Yeah, I just like you said earlier, uh, we talked about um, we need we need to uh, start There's, start to get in the neighborhoods. Yeah, there's no reason anybody should be going hungry. No. Right, no, absolutely like not. No, no. So uh, that's that's the one I picked, and uh, you know, I think that's honorable yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Is, you think so? Okay, I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. you guys were Come like, you provide you know. the sustenance. Come yeah, on, I mean, man. you know, it's the it's the, it's it's the uh, uh, building block of many other. Uh, uh, Nonprofits, sure. You know yeah. they they provide the building blocks yep. so people can give. Yeah, and do I see, what they do. As much as I get around, I definitely see the Forgotten Harvest trucks mm-hmm. yeah. all over the right. store. Going to grocery stores, they're at Focus Hope a couple days a week, bringing nice. us yep. semi nice. full of stuff. Working there. hard, yeah. yeah. Awesome place. Well, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, thank you to Tom and Focus Hope and all that you do, and. Again, just for you all that don't know, Detroit Bicycle is all about the love, benefits, art, culture, events, food, and the people we meet on bikes from the Detroit area and beyond.